But this show is going to be is so short. It's, it's going to be so short. I'm just, I am just standing here in defiance of the short show jinx Before right now. Before we get to the show. Just say that off the top of the show. Have you watched any baseball yet in spring training? I have not. I okay. have not and I will not. All right. Well, that's one thing that we won't allow to delay the show then. <laughs> uh, I'm in favor of the pitch clock, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I think any reasonable person is, and I assumed you were, but I was wondering if you'd seen it. Because I, I have to say, even if someone in favor of it, and I'm still in favor of it 100%, I love it, but you really feel the pace. You really feel it. And I think it, it, even for me, it's going to take a minute to get used to how quickly it moves. That's interesting. I haven't watched any of it, so I, I'm not in a great position to comment. Um, well, there we go. My, That's our baseball my, segment of the day. <laughs> my team did get screwed by the pitch clock, apparently. But not real I, screwed, I, just spring training screwed. So who spring cares? Spring training screwed, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, now it's a tie instead of a win. Oh, a win I didn't care about? Oh, damn. Um, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I speed up the game. It's a big all shucks. <laughs> I, I, I just, it's so funny listening to some of the crustier baseball people talk about it, too, because even the crustiest of the crusties at some point in the conversation get to I mean, don't get me wrong. It's going to be nice to be at the bar having a beer post game two and a half hours after the game starts. But <laughs> yeah. Also, it's look. It's 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 way less to me offensive to the character of the game than the Ghost Runner is. Yeah, sure. Or or a handful of other things. And I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm not necessarily even against the Ghost Runner. No, me but if we're, if we're if we're nitpicking tradition, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Agreed. Uh, okay, let's uh, should we talk about uh, t- culture first, and then we get to the rest of that challenge reunion. I almost think we should just knock out the rest of the challenge reunion because part of my confidence in the short show today is that I don't know how much there is to say, right? Yeah, Other than I mean, look- Fessy is as messy as ever. <laughs> yeah. um, it's nice. It's nice for him to get an opportunity to just be up there and squirm. Yeah. I dare say that he was probably the best behaved this season of any of the seasons so far. Absolutely. And yet, and, yet still messy. <laughs> well, and I thought actually he was pretty well behaved at the reunion as uh, as far as that goes. Um, yeah. You know, he sort of took his lumps and, and swallowed it and said, fair enough. Uh, I think he is right about one thing in terms of like, I do think he is that guy that like he's not super aggressive and he will sit there and listen to you. Right, and I do think that's part of the appeal. Oh, to the ladies, you mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think, and, and that. that's a credit to him. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. He was saying it as a credit to him, but I am agreeing that it's yeah. A credit to him. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I, I also think like uh, the the other big takeaway, other than Chauncey's sexy dancing, is um, you know, Amber. I think courageously uh, talking about her diagnosis of being on the autism spectrum 
explains a lot. Yeah, it explains a fair amount. Like, I, I think it makes her a more appealing character, at least to me, in terms of, like, some of the stuff that... Some of the sort of... Because the thing about Amber is, like, she never did anything really nasty or bad. She was just a little off-putting at times, and I think a lot of that has to do with the way that she is processing the world as as someone on the spectrum. So, it, I don't know. For me, it kind of clicked things into place and... I think naturally made me a little more sympathetic to her, but also I think helped me understand the things that I might not have totally uh, understood or liked about her in the past. I think this is a little interesting because I think, I mean, I think, I I think it's pretty fair to say, right. That I've been higher on Amber as a challenger than you through, through all of these things. Right. So I'm, I'm pretty pro Amber in general for, I don't know, for, uh, for this sort of topic, you know what I mean? Maybe I just don't know about the spectrum. It it felt a little traumatic to me. <laughs> like, the, um, but well, I, I mean, obviously, like I don't, I know a decent amount about the spectrum just because my sister is a, a specialist in uh, child development and autism. But, um, I mean, I think if you just think about it from the perspective of a woman who has always felt something kind of off and different and never totally understood why i can imagine there's a tremendous like release and relief in getting that diagnosis that seems to explain a lot of it right yeah so you know i think from a drama perspective that's that's where the big reaction comes from is it's a lifetime of confusion kind of being um at least have having a name put to it yeah, well, and I like she said, I uh, uh, you know, I wish this hadn't come so late in life, which I think is um, not that it's that late in life, but she's in her thirties. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so no, it's pretty. It, I mean, for for this sort of diagnosis, it's pretty late. Although I do think, as we come to understand the autism spectrum more and more, uh, there are more and more later in life diagnoses. Yeah, I I think that uh, you know this is kind of not uh, slightly off the point, but I also think, man, she's. Seems like she found a real one. You know what I mean? Oh like, man, did she really? Uh, <laughs> she's she she won the uh, husband lottery there. Um, yeah, as far as I can tell, he is so devoted and, and supporting of her, and, and uh, yeah, and he's he's not I'm, nothing to look at. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> Magic really, Mike there at the end. Yeah, she's she's winning on all fronts. It appears, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, no, he really. His most notable personality trait is his support for his lady. So uh, shout shout out to Chauncey. Yeah, shout out to Chauncey. Uh, you know, I feel like he find, found his place to get in the game a little bit. It's, uh, yeah. Know, it's, to the end. Totally. Um, good for him. Also not afraid to cry on TV. Nope. <laughs> nope. Speaking of which, Maria cried again. Yeah. Um, hold it yeah. together, Maria. Very I, I, emotional, I, like Maria. I thought you did a great job, but... You know, maybe maybe the host cries once in in the two parts. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, one of them was a was was I feel like an outlier based on a particular uh, personal experience. So I think we we give her like the uh, plus one for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I thought, I you know, I was kind of surprised at, at how Nelson really had put himself out there emotionally for. Olivia on this show. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the point where it seemed like the whole room kind of felt really bad for him. Well, you know what I mean? 
<laughs> I just love like Nelson's journey, man. And so look, say what you will about the guy. He's made a lot of mistakes on television. Um, <laughs> and it sounds like before television is what it sounds like. Oh, well, for sure that. But I mean, like, he's done some dumb and some pretty bad stuff on this show. Um, he has never been anything but sincere, though. And I don't think anyone has doubted that in the grand scheme of things, his heart is in the right place. And his his both, like, sincerity in terms of, like, his effort and engagement with the show, but also just, like, his sincerity as a human being, I think, has made him one of the truly great characters of the challenge. Like, he really is almost one of a kind when it comes to the sort of childlike, wide-eyed sincerity he approaches everything with. And, like... I think because of that, the mistakes he has made have been very loud and very, like, in your face. And he's always apologizing within, like, 12 to 24 hours um, because he just – he's in he's in the moment all the time. And, and he's not a genius, you know, but he's doing his best. And uh, I have a lot of respect for, like, his entire journey on this show. Yeah. I mean, he's so sincere and he's so loyal. It's hard. It's just – I don't know. He's a hard dude not to like, and you can tell that everybody there likes him. I do think that he got it a little twisted that I think he's sort of chalking up a lot of the stuff to the his past or things that other people said about him, and I think it was just Olivia being kind of flighty as much as anything else. You know what I mean? Not well, even I don't even mean that in a bad way. I think Olivia's just going through some things. That's right. You know what I mean? I think it was and, that. Yeah. I think it's that she had her face broken and – Six places had her like profile in terms of fame explode, had you know a thousand things coming at a thousand miles an hour, and just didn't have space for a love affair with Nelson. Um, and you know, I think as she was feeling those things, it became clear that he was feeling much more strongly about her than she was about him, and I think she kind of felt bad about that as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think in the long run, everyone will be fine. But he definitely, again, th- like, was because his heart is right on his sleeve and he just lives his life by the moment, like, he he got himself hurt. But even in that, like, the Nelson of four years ago probably couldn't have been so emotionally open on the show with a lady. So uh, he's 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 growing all along. Yeah, he is. It is. It is. Is Nelson little way? It's, he's just going to be one of those guys that I think everyone roots for. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do. You know, look, it's going to be tough for him to win. It is. There's just. Do you think he's just too small? Is that is that basically it? At the end of the day. Well, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, if you're not going to be particularly good at swimming or puzzles or any of the like ancillary stuff then you better be an absolute monster physically. And he's just not, I mean, he's, he's in, in uh, look, I, you know, it depends who you compare him to, obviously, but I guess what I'm saying is he's not fessy or CT where you're like, you know, young CT where you're like, well, he could just dominate everybody, but he also doesn't have a, a particularly diverse set of skills. His greatest skill, however, is the most important skill in the challenge, which is, you know, 
never say die. So right. you never know. Right. Well, that and, and giving himself nicknames. Oh, tremendous nicknames. No doubt about that. <laughs> so I don't know. Hey, he's got another shot coming up this, this season. So hopefully, hopefully this one will go better. Yeah. I mean, do we want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there's that much to say yet, but what do you got? Well, I, I would say based on the preview, it seems like it's not going to be like UK versus USA versus, or if it is, maybe it's it's those countries, but with veteran challengers mixed into each country. It seems like that each challenger is going to pair up with the noob. That's what right. it seems like to me. Like so, the people that you know get compared. Right. To so I don't know if it's going to be really a team situation or just a bunch of people from these different countries. I'm excited to get some new, uh, you know, uh, foreign territory competition in the game. That should be interesting. And the cast that we are familiar with looks absolutely spectacular. I will um, say that there are just looking at the at the full cast here. There are two more legends than there are uh, global MVPs. So, uh, so, so clearly not everybody could be paired up with the challenge legend, I guess. Yeah, or maybe there's just one team that's a double legend team or something. Yeah, um, I don't know. But I, I also think, like, just based on the preview, the daily challenges look formidable. Yeah, I think they're going to put these people to the test. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm. I am very excited. I don't know why this wouldn't be as good as any challenge season. The the quantity of veterans is going to make it absolutely uh, a, like a classic s- style challenge game, which I don't think we can say for Challenge USA, right? Yeah, so, well, yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I was just thinking. I'd be like, how much more excited would I have been if um, uh, Challenge USA had had just a, you know kind of a splash of these vets thrown in, right? Competing against these guys. Yeah, I think. Would have would have heightened my excitement, and then the other thing I think is that there is, you know, because obviously these the global MVPs had to qualify essentially to get here. Yeah, zero. You there is no fat. That's right. right. None. You know what I mean? There's no Tommy and Annalise here no. that you're like, well, those people can't possibly survive. You know? Right. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a dogfight from the get go. One of these global MVPs I'm seeing is an Olympic gold medalist. Oh my. Yeah. So, um, well, that didn't work great last time, but fingers crossed. <laughs> I suppose that's true. <laughs> it, well, actually, I don't even know if Lolo ever won a gold medal. I think those reasons were, I believe Lola did not. Was she famous for not winning a gold medal? Well, she might have won a gold as a bobsledder, though. Remember, she like. Yeah, she did that late switch, but I don't think she did, honestly. Interesting. Uh, I'll, I'll find that out in a second. Uh, she uh, won a nope, not not in the Olympics, no, no. So and then Theo was an Olympian, right? Wasn't yes, he? but he uh, he definitely didn't win a gold. But medal. he didn't, he wasn't a winner, yeah. No, so. and he's he was like a you know a member of a relay team or something. Um, but nevertheless, very impressive uh, athletic accomplishment. Don't get me wrong, I'm uh fat and sick in a bathrobe right now so <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah i'm not gonna downplay making the olympics <laughs> right right clearly so. tremendous athletes uh so i guess uh, they're one for two if you did, in, particularly if you did the summer and winter olympics i'm not yeah. i'm not gonna downplay that either yeah one for two on uh, on olympians being good challengers so far but you never know 
Yeah. Look, Lolo's reasons for being a, ja- a bad challenger were Lolo specific. So very, very Lolo specific, no doubt. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, all right. I, yeah, I mean, I look. It's gonna be. It's gonna be exciting, and we're gonna be talking about that uh, next week, which we will get to when we get to the homework uh, section. Anything else from the reunion? I thought it was good to see Michelle kind of own up to some lameness. Yes. Yes, and and Nani was incredibly gracious to her, but I'm glad that despite Nani being gracious, Michelle was like, no, no, I was absolutely losing it <laughs> because that is the only explanation for what we saw. Yeah, I, and you know, look, I I don't know. I think they spent a fair amount of time like on the Nelson, Nelson have taken revenge stuff that, look, we very much talked about in the moments yeah. as they go. I just don't know how effective it is to kind of bring a lot of that back no, because at the end of the season after the game's kind of already been won and you know, like Right. And it and really matter anyway. And and you know, that's just it's also just part of who Nelson is, right? Um the one the the weird thing to me was the like Mariah Anisa blow up, which made no sense to me. Um and per per the Anisa podcast, that has been squashed. Uh but I feel like Mariah was just lashing out because she was so consistently disrespected. And she just chose Anissa for some reason. It was a little weird. It was a little, like, you don't really see people come after Anissa with No, beef. and, like, Anissa did did use the phrase, like, Mariah had no voice on the podcast. But, like, that was straight out of Mariah's mouth in an ITM. You know? Like, yeah. it wasn't an attack. So, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, and I think even saying that, I think she was trying to be sympathetic to her a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. As, as much as anything else. So, um, yeah, that's. But a- <laughs> I thought it was uh, the most relevant point that was made, perhaps in the entire reunion, was made by Anissa during that exchange when she was basically like, "You're 12. We don't have anything to talk about." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Preach, sister. I wouldn't know how to talk to these kids." Ugh. <laughs> Some of it's true. It's the it forty true. and over it's set, man. We're just having different conversations, you know. <laughs> Where's Veronica? <laughs> exactly, she gets it. Johnny gets it. <laughs> um, oh man! All right. Uh, speaking of, uh, should we move on to party down? Since yeah. I'm yeah. It's good to see our friends back. Oh man, and you know. I guess I would just say this. If there was any concern that this would be more of a nostalgia play than a truly funny, uh, you know, return to the world of Party Down, um, certainly there's nostalgia, but it is, it's just as funny. I mean, I, it, it was laugh out loud funny throughout most of the episode. 100%. And, you know, it's funny, but it was knowing funny. You know what I yep. mean? Like, everyone knew what they were doing there. Um, and lots of great references and Easter eggs for the old heads, uh, but that were completely unnecessary if you were happy to be coming to this show for the, for the first time or because, uh, some of the people that, uh, you know, uh, were on it back then are famous now. Right. You know what I mean? And some delightful <laughs> guest appearances, by the way, uh, Quinta yes. Brunson making an appearance. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Garner, obviously. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, Chris, whichever Chris that is. Yep. One of the Chris's. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> is that Evans? I don't I think that's remember. Pine. Pine? No. no. I don't think that was Pine. I don't think it was Pine. Wait, is that a Chris? No, wait. Is that that's that's Cyclops? Well, what's his name? He's one of those dudes. God damn it. <laughs> Hold on. 
Marsden? Oh, James Marsden. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. He's he's a lot like one of the Chris's, if you catch my drift. He, was he almost X-Men. should be one of the Chris's. Yeah. <laughs> but he's not. No, sadly. he's not. James Marsden. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed seeing everyone. Obviously sad about Casey not being there, of course. And But I, I thought, thought that was that a, a hilarious thing. way to deal with it. Yeah, 100%. And I think there's going to be more... A lot more hilarity to ensue. <laughs> Certainly seems that way. Uh, and just, uh, you know, because I think really as much as there are so many incredible performers, on, I mean, seeing uh, Jane Lynch and, and Megan Mullally do their thing and just bouncing off each other is just delightful. But Ken Marino really just the, – the whole thing spins around him and, like, that character is just such a perfect comic situation for him. He is so good. Yeah, he's great. But I thought, like I said, I thought everybody was great. Everyone yeah, everyone's great. Sport. Everyone's great. It's just I think of all these people, I've probably seen the least of Ken Marino over the last five or seven years. Oh, I see a lot of Ken Marino, but I'm a really? state door. So uh, for, for, I tend, I try to watch things he's in, if that oh, makes sense. Okay, well, that's fair. I don't feel like he's been in as much as all I'm saying. Gotcha. Martin Starr, uh, also I thought uh, really great just doing his thing. Always excellent. But he's been in all the Spider-Man movies, so I'm used to Martin Starr. And uh, uh, Tulsa King, of course. Yeah, yeah, and Tulsa King, exactly. <laughs> I don't know why I enjoy Tulsa King so much, but I do. Me too. Do. Me too. <laughs> I just, um, just get a It's no party down, but it's a fun, it's a fun evening. <laughs> Correct. Correct. It's not anywhere nearly as good as Party Down. If you're wondering, is Party Down worth buying stars for? I don't know, but it's definitely worth getting the free trial for. Yeah, well, and and if you do the app, it's like five bucks a month, and you only need to do like two months. So I'd say, uh, you know, the season of Party Down is worth ten bucks. Yeah, indeed. (laughs) Um, And look, who knows? Maybe you find out it's got a bunch of movies you really wanted to rewatch, and you can do that too. Yeah, there's stuff on there. Yeah. uh, yeah, I kind of want to watch P Valley. Here, P Valley is really good. I'm gonna try to check, take that in before uh, interesting the trial. Ends. Well, you're gonna have to let me uh, know how that goes, and maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll check it out. <laughs> I yeah, feel like I we like talked it, about it when it done. debuted. Yeah, and we just went. Nobody's got stars. Exactly. We <laughs> <laughs> that was not worth the ten bucks. Yeah, correct. Uh, <laughs> uh, Woman King. Should we should we talk about Woman King? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, uh, this one's a little like Tar for me in that. Um, oh, I, I thought it was I, much better than Tar. A great performance. Um, yeah, but also just like much more entertaining than Tar. I mean, look, I, I don't know if it has any more merit as a Best Picture nominee than Tar does. Unfortunately, that's kind of more what I meant. I'm not yeah, saying but, like Tar's Tar's a you know. <sighs> The moody, surly, yeah, depressing, terrible, boring time. This, <laughs> this is was, a sword. This is just a basic sword and sandals epic to me. That's right. Wrapped around a, a you know, Viola Davis really kind of strutting her stuff. That's yeah. that's all I'm saying. Yep, and I, I would say, uh, you know, Viola Davis and and gen- generally a well acted film. You know, like 
Viola Davis is Viola Davis. We expect nothing less. But I, I thought everyone was pretty good. There's just not much here besides, as you said, a, a sword and sandal epic. And sure, in the litany uh, of, of historical sword and sandal epics, this one stands out for being, you know, about largely women in the sword, in the sandals. With yeah, the swords. So you've got a racial, racial flip and a gender flip. Yeah, <laughs> that, and, that, that's, and that's cool. Remember. It beats the alternative. Um, but there, it, it really, I, I feel like we have said this over and over again about Best Picture nominees. There is just nothing special about this movie. Yeah. It's not 12 Years a Slave. I'll put it that way. You know no, what I mean? No. Oh. No. And, and, and it's funny because last week when we were talking about watching this, I was like, I feel like the only complaint I've heard is that it's not necessarily entirely historically accurate, which I don't really care about. And, and I don't. But also, I can kind of see now how the thing that would make this maybe stand out is if it was entirely historically accurate, but it's not. Yeah, maybe. Was it purporting to be historically accurate? Because no, it didn't even seem like it was like... No, I don't think it was. But that's my point, yeah. is I'm saying, like, if that's what it had been, then maybe there, was, there would be more to be had here. But since it's kind of just, like, loosely based on history, there's not, there's not much to, to bite into. Yeah, if that if that's if it had been that, then at least you get the holy shit. How did I never heard right, about any of this exactly, stuff, right? Exactly. Like, thing you know, which can be interesting, I guess. Um, but from like a thematic but, standpoint, like you know, women can be strong, slaves bad, uh, is not necessarily like rich thematic territory if you don't particularly explore any of those concepts at all. Yeah, and look, I think they got a little bit into this idea, you know, much like in the modern world, right? Like that, you know, women are in some ways, you know, in this, in this, it's a very you're making a very defined choice, right, to right. give up family life and uh, romantic life, um, you know, in service of this. But I think there's, a, I think that's an analogy. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, to, and, to, and 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 again, it's a pretty straightforward and not that, uh, you know, interesting. Analogy. <laughs> yes, that's correct. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, on the bright side, you know, just to brighten up the week, uh, I I have been watching Extraordinary for a second time because I wanted my wife to see it, and it's it's just as good. And she's um, on board. I'm going to say a hundred percent. Very excited. In fact, it was it came about because we were. Uh, like there was a night where she was, you know, she had a long day and we had been planning to watch like something on the more depressing side. And I was like, you know, you want to just scrap that idea and watch a show that's uh, like hilarious and delightful. And I know you're going to love. Um, and it totally, totally did the trick. Oh, yeah. Nice job. Anyway, uh, um, that, that I just wanted to get a little happy for a second there. Uh, you want to talk about the consultant? <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about a show that's uh, not delightful and hilarious and that I don't know that you're going to love. It's it's the consultant. Uh, okay, so I watched this whole thing. You watched the whole thing. I, I, well, I mean, it's not that long. It's eight, you know, less than thirty minute episodes. Um, and the reason I watched the whole thing is because I just couldn't believe what I was watching at any given <laughs> point, and I had to see more. And then once I got through like five of them, I was like, "Well, there's only three left. I got, I got to get to the end. There must be some answers." Um, you know, I don't want to spoil it too much, but not that many. Not not a lot of answers. You know, little couple couple little possible answers. Not 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 what I was hoping for. Nothing that explained the madness of what I had just witnessed. Uh, I will say this: is if there, you is want, it 
Is it just me or is the, is the premise completely implausible? Of course it is. And, but, and, it, and, and nothing is ever done to make it more plausible. And um, they, they sort of reference it. Like, they're aware that this is, like, you know, crazy. That right. this person is in charge of the company all of a sudden. Right, but nobody, like goes to the police even when he starts engaging in horror movie behavior. It's uh, it's inexplicable. The yeah, best I word just... I have for this show is inexplicable. And look, <laughs> Christoph Waltz gives a compelling, if incredibly bizarre, performance. I feel like he's just phoning in other Christoph Waltz performances. Maybe. Maybe it's just, maybe he's just caricaturing himself to a degree. Um, but I, I found it effective enough that I was like, I did want to know what the hell was going on. Um, I, yeah, I'm disappointed to report that, like, I still don't necessarily know what the hell was going on or why we did this or what the point was or uh, how any of it makes sense on any level. Um, so if you want to be weirded out, this isn't that much uh, of your time. <laughs> But other than that, it's hard for me to recommend this show. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm out of this one. I got unless you are a, just a huge Christoph Waltz stan, I think uh, stay away. It's um, it's it's borderline absurd. <laughs> it's not borderline absurd. It's it's yeah. like it's it's absurd and a half. Um, and. Like I guess that would be okay if it was a fun hang, but it's not particularly a fun hang either. So. Not fun, no. I mean, there are. I did laugh in moments, but it's like an uncomfortable laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. I don't know. Just the whole thing just kind of like, how is this? What is going on? How is this happening for four episodes so far and counting? Um. I guess I'm going to stop counting because I'm not watching anymore, particularly after I know that you went to the end. Yeah, well, no, I can't. I, I Like, there is nothing about the end that would cause me to recommend it to you. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was having a tough time imagining what the thing would be, so I'm glad to know that it's it's not there. I mean, that's the thing that kind of drew me into it is, like, how are they going to make this make sense? And and the answer is, why bother? Yeah. I almost wonder how worried we should be about Prime. As as like a service. Um, trying to think what else we've watched there recently. I mean, I don't. Are they just getting by on Mrs. Maisel and um, Mrs. the boys? Maisel's out there. Well, Reacher. Remember, we loved Reacher. We did like Reacher. I and guess that'll be back. That's coming back soon. The boys, obviously, we like. Um, so I don't know. Look, I, they're allowed some misses like everybody else, but the, this is definitely like a foul ball that then bounced off of like a wire and you know ended up uh in a beer somewhere like it's it's not just yeah. it's not just a foul ball that fell harmlessly to the side like it's confusing <laughs> on top of everything else yeah it's not just that they miss sometimes too though it's like what's the stuff that really connects you know i mean look we didn't like lord of the rings right um but no, i no. suppose that no, no. connects with people Incorrect. Oh, I, lord of the rings. Yeah. I didn't so, like I think, I think many, if not most, people who already loved Lord of the Rings actually did enjoy Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so I think that that's right. I guess that's a thing for people. Obviously, that's yep. the thing they spend the most money on. That's a big one. Yeah, but I don't. Um, 
I don't know. It just doesn't seem like they have a lot to hang their head on after the couple things that we mentioned. Yeah, maybe not. Who does though, really? I mean, I, I mean, other, other than HBO, like, and and they're headed for a weird place. I, I don't know who is really producing uh, really good shows with really good consistency at this point. Well, but at least net, if you're Netflix, you know that you have franchises that people care about and that you can kind of come back to in mind. I suppose. You know? So. Uh, you know, obviously, we, we've discussed the, the varying quality of Netflix a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they're still they're still cranking out hits. You know, so. Well, yeah, I suppose that's true. Depending yeah. on how you define hits. I'm defining hits in terms of people or people are watching them. The good news you know? for Amazon Prime is um, they have that whole other business that's doing pretty well. So. <laughs> For to subsidize. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So. And Probably they're not going to let Bezos buy the. Washington Commandos, so, uh, you know, he's got all that money to burn. He's got to spend it somewhere. It's amazing that he's not going to pass muster, but the current owner did. I know. it's Amazing is not the word I would choose. I'd go for something like embarrassing or uh, (laughs) repulsive, but whatever. Yeah. It's uh, that franchise, man. Well, it's like continue, baseball wouldn't let Cuban innovate in. innovate in the space of being awful. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, it's like baseball <laughs> refused to let Mark Cuban in back in the day, remember? Yeah, how, and how dumb is that looking now? You so know dumb. I mean? Or like they're like right now, Joe Lacob has a standing offer to buy the Oakland Athletics, and instead they're letting John Fisher do the, the film Major League, where he deliberately runs it into the ground to get out of town. I, is that true? I had no idea that Joe Lacob had a standing offer to buy the That's what the, he says. And he says he would pay for all the infrastructure to keep it in Oakland. Man. <laughs> you know, billionaire's going to billionaire, I guess. No sense to me. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. We're in homework already, right? We did it. Short show. I think we did it. Um, we did we got it. A lot. And because you're not watching spring training baseball, there's really no sports uh, of note to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, I'm off in soccer land. I think till the till the NCAA tournament. Well, I don't want to talk about that right now. I'm hoping things turn around this weekend. They won't. <laughs> um, Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you know everybody has their time down and down in the in the mid table. Hey, you should be rooting for Chelsea this weekend, okay? <laughs> I'm, look, it, when it suits me, I definitely am. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know. Like they can't score. It seems like a problem. Yeah. No, um. Can. Yeah. No matter you know, despite investing 675 million in attacking talent. Um. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it seems like a problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. I, I don't want to talk about it. Fair enough. We will. We'll talk about homework. Um, we had a lot of things. We pared it down to a few, I think, to make this manageable. Let's start with, uh, we mentioned, obviously, the Challenge World Championship is back. That's Wednesday night. Um, yeah, back for the first time. Starts back for the, yes. Back, the Challenge is back. The World Championship is new. Yeah, right. very exciting. Uh, most other than TJ, which would be interesting. Yeah. With um, TJ, multiple hosts. That's yeah. Yes, multiple hosts. TJ's yeah. still there, just there will be other hosts. It's going to well. be a weird scene. Not sure what to think about that. Yeah. I, I'm i going to be watching for the my final verbiage, for sure. Um, <laughs> Our final. 
<laughs> our final is just not going to be the same. It's not the same. No. You, gotta, you know, just possession is nine tenths of the law challenge. Just good let point. TJ have That's it. Good point. <laughs> Maybe they will. <laughs> there's, uh, there's a new season of Top Chef uh, as well. Yeah. International. Totally caught me by surprise, by the way. I, I, I mean, at some point, I knew Top Chef was returning in March, but like, I, I had lost track of that, and I am, uh, I am quite excited. Uh, I follow uh, Tom and Padman on Instagram, so ah. I, I had some idea. Yeah. Uh, I probably do too. I just never look at Instagram. So they're in London. They're in London. Maybe someday we'll get to the bottom of the question of why they hate Atlanta so much. Um, but this <laughs> and time it seems like this is essentially an All Stars season, right? Uh, Only I don't from think like, that's true. Well, but it's like foreign All Stars. I don't. Yeah, I know it's sort of a global cast, but I don't know if it's it's people. Is it people who have appeared on the show before? I think it's people who have appeared on the international versions of the show. You know what I mean? Oh, it's called World All Stars, so I guess it's definitely something of an All Star season. So it's like it's like there's there's like a Top Chef London and a Top Chef Singapore, and it's it's chefs from those. I think sixteen contestants, former winners, and finalists from the American series, and various other localized versions of Top Chef from around the globe. There you go. There you go. Um. Any any sorry. personal any favorites uh, that we that we will recognize? Uh, well, you've got Sarah Bradley. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Paducah, Kentucky Zone. You've got Dawn. Oh, uh, love Dawn. Uh, Buddha. Oh, we definitely have some favorites. Uh, and Buddha, the reigning champion. Yeah, and Amar from season 13. Who I'm not, he was the runner up. I'm not remembering him. Mm, I, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to look for a. Uh, Okay, but we got Brazil, we got France, we got, yeah, Don and Sarah. Ooh, we got a Jordanian contestant from Top Chef Middle East and North Africa. Yeah, and a Thai contestant from Top Chef Thailand, which I Germany, not... we got Germany. Poland. This will be interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. See how that goes. Um yeah. You know, there's never been a bad season, right? So, yeah, I can't think of one. <laughs> even, even, even if we forget Amar being the runner-up in season <laughs> I mean, year. that was like eight years ago. Give us a break. Uh, all right, so Top Chef and Challenge. Uh, we are going to watch women talking. Yep. Um, Another which, entry in the Oscar. Maybe this one will be good. Who knows? Uh, do we? Do you remember where we find that? You're going to pay for you, probably. Yeah, you're going to have to rent that. Uh, but it was a $6 rental on Amazon, which is not too terrible. Okay, that's great. Uh, History of the World Part 2. That's uh, on Hulu and free if you subscribe to Hulu. Hulu? <laughs> uh, and then Daisy Jones and the Six on Prime. Yeah. Yeah. A, a biopic about a fake band. I'm A bio series, I guess, about a fake yes. band. Yeah. Should be interesting. You've been watching Poker Face at all, by the way? Yes. Keeping up with that? Love it. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. I just, uh, I have a question, and I guess this is a question that I suppose you could ask about a lot of amateur detective series, right? Like, you could ask this question about Murder, She Wrote, or whatever, but it it does seem a little weird, right, that she, that, uh, 
you know, she just happens to yes. keep happening upon all these people dying, right? Yes. No, of course. Of course. Okay. But as I like to say in these situations, um, plenty of people on the lam working jobs in random places don't have people die at every single stop, and those are the ones they don't make the TV show about. I guess so. Just, you know, it's... It's 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 incredibly contrived. It is incredibly contrived, and and I'm wondering at this point if if the like alleged season long plot line that's kind of hanging over everything is even going to be bothered uh, to be completed. But I love the hell out of every episode of it. And um, on a similar note, with a show that I believe we started watching at the same time, I am loving the hell out of every episode of Shrinking. Yeah, Shrinking's been great. Shrinking's been great. And great in that, like, in that Ted Lasso, yep. Bill Lawrence kind of just, ah, uh, here's a nice comforting bowl of, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know? comforting, not like, but not, but not, um, not unserious and not. Right. We're not, not maudlin necessarily. Yeah. It's, yeah, like, it's it's real and it has heart, but. um, But it's funny but it and it doesn't bring you down. Be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. You, you nailed it. Um. So good for them. I, I think people are watching that show, you know, um, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, who, who the hell knows anymore, man? Who the hell knows? I, I, I suspect they'll make more. That's that's all I really care about. I don't even care if you watch or not. Just enough people watch so they make more. Exactly. That's, that's what matters to us. Right. Um, all right. So uh, to recap. Speaking, also speaking of which, before we go, uh, did you see that this upcoming season of Succession is going to be the final one? Yeah. I I'm all for that, man. You know, quit while you're ahead. Yeah, sure. If that's what I think it should end, I can yeah. go for one one more season. But um, I do think it could easily get to the point where you're, either they kind of have to topple them, or you have to start telling a different story. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So agreed. Um, but I am very excited for the final season. Indeed. Uh, I. All right. So we've got the women talking. We've got Daisy Jones in the six. We've got. One other thing that I'm forgetting. History of the World Part there 2. There it is. History of the World Part 2. And then we got the challenge and Top Chef. And uh, also, we'll be talking about the two uh, Chelsea FC victories uh, that we're going to get in the interim. <laughs> so, I, while we're doing also, I think we're probably going to try to watch The Mandalorian. And if there's oh, totally. something uh, uh, worth discussing there, we will. Although, if it's just more, hey, it's more Mandalorian, we'll probably leave that out. Yeah, we expect. To have more good television from The Mandalorian, but if there's anything noteworthy, we can always mention it. All right. Sounds good, man. Okay, bye. This game's in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The light's out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. So long, everybody. And do me a favor. Have yourself a tremendous evening.